Redistricting is an interesting process. Here's how it works. Voters choose someone to represent them in Congress and the state legislature. That individual represents a geographic area called a district. To ensure no district has more power than another, each one must have roughly the same population. So every 10 years, state lawmakers use the latest census data to draw district boundaries. If the population shifts, the boundaries change, hence the term redistricting. The process creates three distinct maps for three different bodies of government, none of which are the same, all of which are decided by your state politicians. Can you, like, introduce yourself? Sure. My name's Steve Bita. I'm state senator in the 9th District, which is the uh, southern portion of Macomb County. Bita was the minority vice chair for the Michigan State Senate Committee for Redistricting in 2011, which was the last time these district lines changed. That year, Republicans took control of the state Senate, state House, and with the election of Governor Rick Snyder, the executive branch. Bita says with the Democrats in the minority, Republicans controlled the redistricting process and were able to draw all three maps in ways that would secure more districts for the Michigan GOP in future elections, even if Democrats get more votes overall. That's called gerrymandering. But Bita says there's another issue at stake beyond political gerrymandering. We tend to look at redistricting as one party over the other. But a lot of times you're seeing members of the majority party, and for that matter, members of the minority party, um, putting forward ideas that, that clearly benefited them personally. Bita says some committee members drew lines to benefit themselves personally in areas with strong political leanings towards one party or the other. There were members that wanted, well, I want this community because I grew up here and I know a lot of people here, or in the last election it was really strong here, or conversely, um, I would like to get rid of this area over here because I didn't do as strong here, or I have a potential challenger that lives in that area and I don't want that person drawn into a district with me. By state law, Michigan politicians are supposed to draw districts that are compact and keep cities and counties together as much as possible. Densely populated areas like Detroit have to be divided to some extent. But how the city is divided is a matter of interpretation for those on the state redistricting committees. Republicans on those committees declined to speak with WDET due to lawsuits over redistricting. But a GOP consultant who's familiar with the process did respond. Jamie Rowe says when it comes to drawing Detroit's congressional districts, the committees must follow federal law. The Federal Voting Rights Act, when it was passed in 1964, required you, if you can build majority minority districts, and in this case, uh, two majority African-American districts, which our state has had since the advent of the Voting Rights Act, that you must build two African-American majority congressional districts. The same laws apply to Detroit's state house and Senate districts. As a result, a single neighborhood can be in more than one district. To demonstrate, I visited two Senate districts in northeast Detroit. Well, I'm parked outside of Pershing High School, and I'm here because I want to do an experiment. I want to see how quickly I can get from the state Senate district that I'm in right now, that's District 2, cross over into the next state Senate district, which is District 4, and going along one straight line, I'm going to be traveling from east to west, I want to see how quickly it will take me to get back to District 2. So I'm going to turn on my car now. And we're moving now. So I'm moving along Robinwood Street. Again, I'm going from uh, east to west, and I just crossed a street called Revere Avenue. Now I am in District 4, and I should be here for just a little bit. I'm passing a street right now called Klinger, and it, this probably goes without saying, but you should never radio and drive at the same time. But 
Thankfully, this is a fairly short drive because as I arrive at the stop sign on Gallagher Street and cross it, I have gotten back in to District 2. The two districts are located in a neighborhood called Conant Gardens, south of Seven Mile on Ryan Road. That's where former state senator Virgil Smith grew up. Smith was on the state senate redistricting committee in 2011. He says the reason why the 4th district has this small deviation, this little piece that juts out from the rest of the district for a couple hundred feet, was so he could include his own house in the district. Like I said, redistricting is an interesting process. For WDET News, I'm Eli Newman.